Disappointment. Um, allowing disappointment uh, to stay, to remain. In other words, long-term disappointment in your life will actually disconnect you. Um, it'll detach you. It will de-energize you. Have you ever thought about that? Like sometimes when you're disappointed for a long time about a certain thing, um, it'll de-energize you. It'll dissolve and disassociate you from God's plan in your life. And I put in here, but the the answer is Joshua 1, 8, and 9. The answer is staying in the Word. The answer is feeding your faith and, and starving your, your doubt or starving your disappointment, right? The answer is, is feeding your faith. You can use really just about any scripture and, and it'll work. Like, it'll, this is what will happen is, is you will get filled with the dunamis power. But today I'm choosing Joshua 1, 8, and 9. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Church of God, we must let the Word of God be so engrafted on the inside of us that we don't allow it to depart from our mouths. We've got to be speaking the Word of truth, the Word of faith. And, and we, we need to deal with the disappointment, uh, discouragement, doubt, whatever it may be, depression, whatever it may be. We must deal with it by letting the Word of God come out of our mouths. Let it come out of our mouths. It says you shall meditate in it day and night. We are to meditate in the Word day and night. Let me just stop here for a moment. I'm going to come right back to this verse. But I want to share something with you. This is just practical. Just practical. Uh, <clears throat> Sometimes when the Lord is speaking to you, he will allow, he will allow you to feel this in this position or this place of being disappointed where you feel down or disturbed or discouraged or just low, you know, you just feel low. And sometimes that feeling of being low, God is trying to get your attention. I know for me, there are times where, you know, the Lord will just, you know, I'll feel that heaviness. You cast it out, you do all this, but it doesn't change. Now, I know it changes when it's a demonic spirit. I know my authority. Cast that thing out, it goes when it's a demonic spirit. But there are times that God is allowing this heaviness, a a feeling of heaviness. Now you may describe it such as disappointment, discouragement, depression, but it's sometimes God is allowing that heaviness because he's trying to speak to you. Sometimes you're going down the wrong road and because he loves you so much, he actually will allow that heaviness to remain to get your attention until you actually seek him and get things right. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Has anybody ever experienced that? And then when you have done that dialogue you're with the Lord and you you get right whatever needs to be made right or you allow him to speak truth into your life about a particular or a specific circumstance then the heaviness lifts because now you get the heart of God in that situation that you were dealing with now you've got the heart of God and that then the heaviness lifts and yes of course at that point in time you cast out any spirit that might be there a spirit of depression discouragement uh, whatever it might be uh, that you cast that thing out so there's no residue of demonic realm trying to still inhabit a holy vessel come on come on church come on I just said a mouthful somebody needs to get the revelation of what I said right there so sometimes because you can say oh dis discouragement is not from God well it's not from God but sometimes God allows it in our lives to to get our attention sometimes you're just going down the wrong road or sometimes sometimes you're about to make a wrong decision and it is in God's mercy and it is in his his all his wisdom his all-powerful all-knowing all-present spirit that he knows up 
my beloved is about ready to make a wrong decision. I can tell with what they're saying and where they're going and because I know the end from the beginning. And so sometimes it is his it is his great mercy towards us that he allows that. No matter how many times you cast that thing off, command that thing to go, bind it in the name of Jesus. It is in his mercy sometimes that nothing changes until we say, Lord, what is going on here? Lord, show me, speak to me. Is there something you're trying to tell me? Am I going down the wrong road? Have I made a decision of some sort that I need to repent and seek your will? Maybe I need to go do something. Maybe I need to change something that I'm doing. Maybe I need to stop before I do something that isn't right or wasn't your heart. You know, sometimes these kinds of things they come, this is what happens. I know for me, from in my own life personally, that this is true. This is, this is how it works, okay? So now, understanding that part, that we first get it right with God, we first make sure that the disappointment or the discouragement isn't, isn't the Lord allowing that heaviness because he's trying to speak to you. Now, assuming that that's not the case, because you already have that right, okay? Assuming that. So assuming that that is the case, we do not and should not allow long-term disappointment to stay within our hearts because it's going to disconnect you from the appointment. Think about that. This is how disappointment, if you remove the dis from the, from the word disappointment, you are left with your appointment disappointment there is an appointment in the discouragement there is an appointment of god in your life in the disappointment you need to remove the dis the discouragement the the disillusionment you need to remove all the disconnecting and all of that and realize that god has an appointment for you god has a now moment for you there is a now moment now let's get back to the scripture that we started with which is in joshua 1 8 and 9 this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth it says you it shall not depart from your mouth but you shall meditate in this book in this book of the law this book god's word his holy bible this word that never is going to return unto you void meditate day and night meditate let it get within your spirit man let the word get within you so that the word is going to come out of you it's so that you may observe so that you may observe so you will see you will observe to do you're not just seeing, but you're going to observe to do because we're going to be doers of the word, not hearers only. Amen. Amen. So you may observe to do all that is written in it for then you, you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. The Bible is very clear. Then you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. Is that not a promise and a blessing from the Lord that we need to grab onto, grab a hold of? And how do we do so? By meditating on the word of the Lord, by staying in the word of God, by allowing that word of God that we are meditating on, that we do what we're meditating on. And then in verse nine, nine, have I not commanded you be strong? Be strong. Why would he tell us to be strong if there's not a need for us to be reminded? There are times you're going to feel weak. Yes, in our weakness, we are strong in him. But he's encouraging you right now. Be strong. Know that I am with you. Know that I am the God who will lift you up. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. He says, have I not commanded you? Be strong and be of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you. He is with you. Church of God, He is with you wherever you go. The Word of God, the Lord Himself, He is with you wherever you go. So we are not going to allow long-term disappointment that has not that that is already 
that has already been dealt with with the Lord. He's already spoken to you. You already know the heart of God. And we're not going to allow an enemy spirit. We're not going to allow a discouraging, a discouraging spirit, a disappointing spirit to allow you to become dis, uh, uh, disassociated, uh, separated, detached from the appointment that God has in your life. Come on, God has an appointment in your life. God has an appointment. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So it's up to us. It's up to us. You know, in, in Romans 16, 20, it says that the God of peace will, will crush Satan under your feet shortly. The God of peace. Come on. Some of you need to just remind the enemy. Enemy, let me just remind you something that according to Ephesians 2, 6, that you're under my feet. According to Ephesians 2, 6, you are under my feet. I've already dealt with the Lord. I've already, we've already had a heart-to-heart -heart dialogue conversation. I know that I am now in right standing with God. Whatever needed to be corrected or whatever was um, was about to be off. That's all set and done. God is good. Uh, but now, devil, let me just remind you, uh, devil, that you are under my feet, according to Ephesians 2, 6. And not only that, but let me remind you, devil, that according to Romans 16, 20, that the God of peace will soon crush you, Satan, under your feet shortly. You're going to be crushed. But I'm telling you right now, you're under my feet. Your works are null and void out in Jesus name I will not be disattached to my appointment I will not be so discouraged that I miss the appointment I will not be in disappointment I'm gonna be in my appointment you will be in your appointment in God's appointed time in God's appointed way in God's appointed resources in God's appointed provision come on there's a there's a God appointed provision in your life in your life in the mighty name of Jesus in your life right now Jennifer, I decree that over you right now. Karen, I decree that over you right now. Chris, we decree right now. God's appointed time right now in your life. The Bible says that there's a season for everything, right? There's a season for everything. There's a time to rejoice. There's a time to be sad. There, there's a time for birth. There's a time for death. There is a season for everything in Ecclesiastes. It talks about that. But I am telling you right now, it's the goodness of the Lord. It is the goodness of the Lord. He will never leave you. He chases you down. He's all around you. His will is for you. He is not against you. And he he is the one that lifts you up. He lifts up the downcast. He says, I am with you. I am for you. I am never going to leave you, nor will I forsake you. I just read that. I just read that in Joshua 1.9. I'm going to reread it. Joshua 1.9, here at the very end. It says, the Lord your God is with you everywhere you go. He is with you, saints of God. He will never forsake you. He is the lifter of your head. He is the joy made complete in you because he's a good God and he's for you and not against you. Amen? He's for you and not against you. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Yes, that's right, Virginia. I will be at my appointed time. That's right. Amen and amen. Amen. Amen, Tom. God bless you. God bless each and every one of you. Father, I just want to pray for those that are online today. I thank you, Lord God, that there is an appointed time for them. I thank you, Lord God, that you are the God of perfect timing. I thank you, Lord God, that as we yield to you, Lord, that we miss nothing. We're not moving. We're not going to miss anything because as we stay in connection with the with the Holy Spirit, as we, as we stay divinely connected, Father God, I thank you for these people online today. I thank you for each and every one of them. I thank you for their hearts after you. Bottom line is, is you are looking for the one that has a heart for you. You are looking for the one that is willing to do the will of God, not the will of man. You are looking for the one that says, here's my life. I lay it down. And I want you, Father God, to have all glory, complete glory. Have your way in me. I am your handmaiden. I am 
yours. Father, I know you are looking for that. And I thank you that you also create that in us. You create that desire in us to be that type of a vessel, a vessel of honor, giving glory and honor to where honor is due, giving glory and honor to the, li to the living God. So Father, right now, I thank you for those online. I, I decree over them that the word of God that has been engrafted in them, the word of God that is planted in them, the word of God that never returns void is working a perfect work right now. I decree that over them, Father. I thank you, Father, for their families. I bless them them, their families, their children, their children's children, to the thousands of generations, just like your word says. Lord, I thank you, Father God, that the blessing of the Lord, Father God, is upon our lives because you are such a good God. So we lift up our children today. Father, we thank you, Lord God. They shall not die, but they shall live, and they shall decree the glory of God and the works of God. I thank you, Lord God, that you are their forward guard and their rear guard. We bind and we command every demonic spirit to loose them right now, be loosed off of them right now. We command right now the stronghold, the strong man, the demonic spirits that plague their minds that bring them into a place of captivity that they don't know that they're being seduced by a seducing spirit by a deceiving spirit well we take authority over it right now we command it to leave and we decree right now that the wisdom of God is abounding in their life that the revelation of God is abounding in their life we decree right now that the love of God is welling up right now in their life we decree right now that they have a strong unction for what is right and what is wrong and they will not waver in what is right I thank you father God that all of our children are taught of the Lord and great shall be their peace and we decree this based on your word in full confidence. In Jesus' mighty name. And all of God's children said, Amen.